You ever have those days where you notice the things you're worrying about kind of creep up the back of your neck and it's like it has a fist and it just kind of slowly, you don't even notice it at first. It's just over the day, the course of the day, it slowly tightens its grip around your neck and the base of your head. You can feel it pressing against the back of your skull. Maybe it'll go down between your shoulder blades. Maybe for you, it goes right to your stomach. Starts churning and gurgling. <laughs> or you get heartburn. I do that. That happens. Even for things that I've prayed for or gone into imagination. And I've imagined the wish fulfilled. My desire is fulfilled. Whatever it is I'm imagining or praying. When I go into prayer, prayer time, and that's all the time because we're imagining all the time our assumptions of who we are and what we are and our world or what we experience every day. So we're assuming all the time. You know, that, that reminds me, this is totally digressing, but that old joke, you know, don't assume anything because you make an ass of you and me. Not really. You're always assuming. So if anybody's going to be the ass, it's just going to be you. <laughs> anyway, we're always assuming. We're always imagining. And since prayer means motion toward, vicinity of, then that's what you're doing. You're praying all, all the time. Uh, I kind of revert back to using the word prayer because I grew up in church, and so it's comfortable, but for me, when I say prayer, I mean going into imagination and intentionally imagining my desire fulfilled. And many times, so many times, like when I was healed uh, a while back, I was using a wheelchair and hobbling around with crutches, uh, all these things, twisted up like a pretzel. In fact, that's where I, I got the name from of uh, the podcast, Feeling Twisty started as a nonprofit uh, dealing with the condition I was diagnosed with. But that's another story for another day. So I was, I imagined a quick scene that implied I was healed. And then I dropped it. I didn't worry about it. I didn't think about it. I didn't wake up the next day thinking about why isn't this happening. I just dropped it. I let the seed take root and germinate in the soil. And I'm not really talking about the big worry today, not in this podcast, because when I told Kim what I was going to talk about, she's like, well, you don't really do that. You don't really worry. But, and I don't, if you were to talk to me or I were to talk about it and, and I'm aware of the conversation, you know, when your attention is directed toward it, if, well, no, I'm really not worrying. But there's this insidious little stealth worry that creeps in. And that's what I'm talking about. You don't even realize that you're worrying, that you're doubting. And that's when I start to feel it. I feel it in my neck. 
because the body's an emotional filter, I believe. And it creeps in and I don't even realize it until, you know, I've got the, the vice grip on the back of my neck. Uh, like, okay, for instance, I imagine a life where this is, it's a loving home and a loving family. I am a loving husband and a loving father and I am loved. And then I've got a family thing with extended family where we're going to be visiting them, going over to dinner at somebody's house and, oh, Uncle Jake's going to be there. Oh, God, I can't stand Uncle Jake. He's such a, oh, and then he starts talking about uh, how rich he is and the new car he bought. Ugh. And just kind of starts creeping in. And you don't even realize it that you're reacting, you're worrying, uh, or you have all these thoughts. And what I've noticed is my thoughts indicate the state I'm in. If I'm having thoughts where all these unlovely thoughts about Uncle Jake or Aunt Sue, I'm totally making up these names. I'm not about to name names on this thing because that'll be the day that they listen to this podcast. Anyway, you know, we had, I have these thoughts about particular people in the family, not just in-laws. I'm thinking of my own blood extended family. When you see them, you're like, oh, I've, I've got to do this. I've got to, I've got to worry about what I say because they're so touchy. Well, then I've, I've kind of gotten bumped out of the state of loved and loving family member, whatever the, the point of view I'm taking at the time, whether loving husband, loving father. If I'm a loving father and I'm, I'm dwelling in that state, that's the example I'm going to show the, my kids on how to treat people. No, you treat them with love because that's what you're embodying. Or money. I've imagined dwelling in the state of financial freedom. Great, got it. Got the uh, named, decided what I wanted, created my imaginal scene went into that scene until it took on the tones of reality and let the seed fall and let it go. And really, no big worries. But then something happens. The dryer's making a weird noise, starting to squeak. Oh, God, how am I going to pay for that? That's another something. I don't know what it's going to cost. i got to get new bearing and a bearing slide. All these little thoughts just start running like crazy in my mind. And I just got bumped. Neville talks about it. Uh, he references a couple of scriptures in the Bible where Jesus rides the ass uh, or the donkey or the colt. I, I just want to say ass. But he rides the uh, unbridled or the un, unbroken animal into Jerusalem. Uh, I think there's a reference in the Old Testament about the wild ass. And ne Neville talks about that unbroken colt uh, is what our new state of consciousness is. Whatever it is we want to be, our desire, and the state of that wish fulfilled, that is that cult that we have to get up on, and we have to ride that into the city of David, the city of peace of Jerusalem. That is our wish fulfilled, and that's staying in state, like Mr. 2020 says. I'm not quoting him directly, but I wanted to, I've gotten a lot of these terms from him too, that 
you get bumped from state your state of your wish fulfilled when you start having doubts. Uh, and Neville talks about how if we don't remain faithful to that imaginal act, remain faithful to the state of our wish fulfilled, then that untamed cult will throw us, will knock us right off. We have to get back on. Get back on that colt. I've never ridden a horse, maybe once. So it's those terms aren't that familiar with me. I would probably liken it more to riding in uh, the shot com- shotgun position with my son, who's just got his learner's permit. And uh, similar thing. You got, I got to stay right on top of them. I have. I can't get distracted with the things around me, with my phone or anything out the side mirror, the side view window. I've got to stay on top of him, watch what he's doing, guide him. I'll get thrown if I'm not paying attention and helping him out because he's 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 a wild ass for sure. And so I've got to stay on top of him, keep my attention directed the same way he's looking. And that's kind of the same way as when we desire something and we pray or we go into imagination, we go within, we be still, get still. And know I am God. Be still. And imagine that scene. Let that scene come up that implies your wish is fulfilled. I enjoy the scenes. They don't have to be real detailed. In fact, the, the less detail, the better. Just get it down to one single moment. Uh, 2020 talks about it, and I like how he explained it, that it's cool to have, you know, get in there with the scene and imagine up some detail and a little conversation, but bring it down to one point, shaking of the hands, the door closing, the sound of a horn honking, whatever it is, one single moment that you can bring all the tones of reality to it, hear it, smell it, touch it, all these different things that you can bring to bear in your imagination that bring it into reality, that make it real to you in imagination. And then let it go. And then if you're like me, you might have these little stealthy, worrisome thoughts that creep in. They don't even feel like worry. The big stuff, you know, I'm good, usually, of worrying or not worrying. But these little creepy stealth spy covert things that come in these little thoughts oh they're gonna be there oh i gotta pay for that too well if i'm living in the state of the wish fulfilled of uh if i'm living as financially free if i really believe that then my reactions and not just my outward reactions but my thoughts these little pissant thoughts of mine that creep in these little thoughts will reflect that your thoughts uh I mean, a couple of different people I've learned, I've read books on and listened to tapes and gotten emails from, signed up on their email lists, talked about. And one guy's, his whole thing is thoughts or things, thoughts or things. Thoughts are indicators. Thoughts and your reactions are a good way for you to, uh, to know if you're in the state of the wish fulfilled or if you got bumped. If your thoughts are like, if you do like me and have these little thoughts that creep in, like, oh, Uncle Jake, oh, the dryer, how am I going to pay for that? Oh, they're coming over? We don't have enough food for them. I have to go shopping again? All these little things, they don't seem like worry, 
but they're a good indication to you and to me, I just got thrown from that colt. I just got bumped. Or, crap, I need to pay attention to my son driving this damn car. I was kind of all over the place but today, but uh, man, those creeping, those little thoughts that creep in that, for me, it really hit me today. Uh, I'm not sure what I was, I was driving down the road, and it just, bam, it just hit me. That if you're living in the state of the wish fulfilled and staying true to that, remaining true to your wish fulfilled, your prayer answered, whether it's for you or for a loved one, if you're truly remaining faithful to that and living in that end, you're thinking from the state of the wish fulfilled, then you don't have to worry about what to do. I don't have to worry about paying for the dryer. I don't have to worry about coming up with more food or putting up with Uncle Jake or all these different things because if I'm living from the state of the wish fulfilled of financially free, or loving husband, loving nephew, loving teacher, all these different things, then the little things, aren't, they don't, you don't have to worry about them. They f dissolve away if you're truly living from the end, living uh, as if your wish is fulfilled. Because it is. It's already true. You just have to select the state that you want. Let the old man die. Take on the garment of that person you want to be. Mm. Love you guys. This is feeling twisty.